2: Before we get started with today's Believe in Wizards podcast, first, a word from one of our sponsors, BetOnline.ag. July is underway, and it's a great month for sports. If you're into sports betting, BetOnline is where you can find it all. From the NBA finals, baseball marquee matchups, including prop bets, futures, they they literally have it all. So if you need the latest odds, news, and information for all your online sports betting needs, BetOnline is your place to go. Visit the website today or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. So before the next tip-off, face-off, or first pitch, head on over to Bet Online and start playing today. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And now let's get started with today's show. All right, everybody, welcome into this week's Believe in Wizards podcast. Larry is out of commission this week. He's being a good dad, watching his son play on the summer, uh, summer high school hoop circuit. So I have a special guest joining me today, Blake Francis, uh, former University of Richmond Spider, now NBA draft hopeful and prospect. Blake, welcome in and thanks for joining us.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me.
2: Uh, let's start this uh, this interview here on you know kind of a light note. Any really weird questions you've gotten during the interviews, or uh, any particularly weird drills the teams have put you through that you weren't really ready for?
1: No, surprisingly, no. Um, I haven't really gotten any weird questions um, during interviews. Like that's pretty much just you know tell me about yourself. Um, you know where do you see yourself fitting in in certain and on certain teams um what what happened here in college what happened there in college you know just uh, questions like that and uh, just ask me about you know just just a lot of personal uh questions so
2: I know the wizards specifically talk a lot about bringing in you know good high character guys and that's been a priority for them for the last couple of years and the fact that they've had you in for two workouts already is probably a pretty good sign in that direction. how do they how do they evaluate that? Just find out what you're about, what you makes you tick, you know, what your goals are, that kind of stuff.
1: Um, I think so. Um, you know, just um, going into those workouts, you kind of want to um, show teams, you know, what, what you can do, you know, what, what you can do for their for their uh, organization. Um, and I think one of the things that's kind of um, a big thing is, is having good character, because, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, you want to be a guy that they can depend on um not just on the court but but off the court as well but um just showing the teams that i you can come in showing what you can do um competing at a high level and um just being personable with uh, all the staff and um and all the front office personnel and just being able to engage and and connect with them so i think um, those are pretty much the main things that i look to do going into those workouts
2: is that a process where you, know, you're you're talking with an agent and things like that on here are the typical things. Like do you do you practice any of that stuff in advance or do you just kind of, you know, you go out and you be yourself and just give them like answers, you know, like no pre-prepared stuff. Like how does that how does that kind of work?
0: I think
1: a little bit comes from, you know, the advice from um from my agent, you know, he'll tell me, you know, to be myself, but you know, to also be, you know, personable. Um, mm-hmm. just be engaging, you know, just just show that you can um you know have a conversation with with anybody on the on the staff because you know that that shows that you know you have good character you can and um you know you, you can engage and talk to people so um, i think that's important as well just as much as you know uh showing what you can do on the basketball floors
2: uh, we'll come back to the workouts and stuff here in a second specifically who all you've worked out for but just want to talk about you as a player for a minute so uh you guys maybe didn't have the year you would have hoped for as a team. I, I think it seemed like COVID really kind of hurt your guys' profile because it seemed like a lot of your bigger games got got canceled because of COVID. And um, you know, probably rhythm is is important for the way you guys play, especially on offense. I would imagine for people that aren't as familiar with you, how would you explain or, or you know describe your game? Like what what can you bring to an NBA team?
1: I think that um, the main thing I would say is that I can I can play. In any role that that a team would want me in, specifically, you know, um, you know, I can create for 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 others. I can create for myself. Um, I can have the the ability to knock down shots and um, and um, just compete at a high level. You know, at all, at all times. You know, be tough. You know, on both sides of the ball. Because you know, um, at my size, that's 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 what I'm going to have to do. As an undersized guard, I'm going to have to do something. You know, um, that stands out you know, really well. So just being able to compete and be tough, you know, just do all those things that I said um, prior is, um, is really important. So,
2: you know, you had to carry a pretty reasonable amount of the scoring load for, for Richmond the last two seasons. And I thought one of the things that was most impressive was, you know, your ability to kind of probe the defense, get into the lane, kick it out to guys. And, you know, if hockey assists was a a box score stat. I feel like that's something that, you know, you would have really had a big impact on because, you know, you just kind of open things up from everybody, but uh, you also play with Jacob Gilliard, another, another point guard too. So uh, you had to play a little bit off wall, maybe more than, than you would like. And I think that's, you know, the reason why you didn't have like a crazy assist total or anything like that this year, but is that something you kind of have to show teams in these workouts and convince them like you are a creator and things like that, or, or do they kind of know that about you coming in?
1: I think it's a little bit of both, but you know, at the same time, you know, I, I want to show, you know, any and everything that I can do in these workouts. So, you know, when it comes down to those kind of things, um, being able to show that I can, you know, create for others and uh, get others involved is, is really important too, because, you know, um, you know, at my size, I'm going to be, I'm going to be viewed as a point guard. So um, I'm going to have to, you know, orchestrate the offense, you know, get guys in spots to get, to get them easy and open shots. So I think, um, doing those things in the workouts is, is really important as well.
2: Sometimes you hear about like who have some of the air quotes, mid-major guys played. And I think of Richmond on maybe the higher end of that sort of mid-major label, cause it's a good program and, and you guys play a lot of good teams, but you specifically seem to have your better games against, you know, higher profile opponents, better opponents. Do you think that really serves you well going into these workouts? Because, you know, you've already shown you can play at a high level against, you know, better guys or bigger names or things like that.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I think when I go into these workouts, and, you know, you see the guys who are like projected first round and, and things like that. You know, I kind of see that as a, as an opportunity, you know, to show that, you know, I can compete at high level with, with those guys. And, you know, and, and like I said earlier, you know, just just going into the workouts and, and just competing and um, showing that you know I can go I can go against these guys and compete against these guys is something um, that's important for me and it's something that you know that I can show um, you know the staff or, or the front office as well. So um, yeah, so you know when I you know no matter who's in the workout you know I'm always gonna you know give it my 110% effort every time. But, you know, when you see those guys that are projected first round and, and such things like that, it's it's even better. So.
2: Yeah, does that, you know, do you naturally come in with, like, a different edge based on who you see you're matched up with? Like, hey, this is a first-round guy. If I have a good projected first-round guy, if I have an especially good showing today, that that really helps my chances? Or, or is just kind of you do you regardless of of who you're matched up with?
1: I think I kind of do me regardless of who I'm matched up with. But, you know, if it just happens to be a, a projected first round guy in, in the gym, um, even better. Yeah, it's even better. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my approach when I when I go into these workouts.
2: For anybody that isn't super familiar uh, with Blake's game, I would recommend, you know, go and watch in a couple games this year. Richmond also just a fun team to watch play. So so that'll be worth it. But uh, they maybe didn't have the season everybody expected. But anytime you can go out and get a win against Kentucky. Uh, that's gotta be pretty cool. And you had an especially good game. I, I thought, and, uh, a couple like fringe sports center top 10 plays in that game. I remember the one crazy step back three. That was pretty awesome. Uh, the one where Gilliard threw it behind the back, uh, to you for the fast break yeah. layup. So is that just like a, an extra icing on the cake when you can go out and play like on national TV against the team like that and, and have a really good game? Um,
1: definitely for sure. Cause you know, um, that's an opportunity to show like who we are on a on national stage, you know, um, I think that's what we did. You know, we went out, um, we knew it was going to be a, a nationally televised game. Um, so we wanted to show like everybody, you know, that, that who we are, and we can compete at a high level with a, with a really, with a really good team um, like, like a Kentucky program. So, um, you know, just going out there and just taking advantage of those, of those big moments. Um, uh, it, it's good. It's good for sure.
2: You seem to do especially well against the SEC guys. Had two good games against Vanderbilt too uh, over the last two years. What is it about the SEC style of play that uh, seems to bring out the best in you? <laughs>
1: uh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think just you know, you know, when we're playing non-conference and we're getting these um we getting these games scheduled against these these high major high major teams. I think um, it's just It's just something where it's like, you know, this is an opportunity for us to, to, to stack, you know, stack our resume, um, build our resume. And um, even for myself, you know, it's an opportunity for me to, you know, put my game on display on, on a a national, on a national scene. So, um, you know, I I have the same approach going into every game, but, you know, just playing against the SEC team is is even better. So, (laughs)
2: Last year, you, you guys had a really great run. I'm going to say you went 24-7 and seven somewhere in that ballpark. And then obviously, uh, you know, tournaments got canceled, conference tournament got canceled. Uh, you know, was that on your radar to try to go after last year, potentially, like if you had a good tournament and had a chance to, to show people what you could do on that national stage? You mean to go? go like into, Yeah, to, to leave right? the draft after, after last year if you guys had had like a really good run
1: um it wasn't on my radar during that time
0: Mm.
1: um you know I never really thought about entering the draft until you know I had some I had some people in my in my circle in my corner you know telling me hey I mean it wouldn't hurt if you you test the test the NBA waters and see what kind of experience you get but um you know during that time during the season I never really thought about the NBA Mm. um I was just thinking about you know just finishing the season out well, you know, and, and, and getting to the NCAA tournament and trying to go as far as we can. But um at that point, no, I really didn't I wasn't really thinking about the NBA at all.
2: Was there any feedback that you got, you know, during that uh testing the waters process that, that kind of changed anything you did this year or something that you tried to show differently or work on that you maybe think helped you longer term? Um
1: I got a little bit of feedback, um, but it was just kind of difficult with the whole process sure. from the pandemic and things like that. But, um, you know, some things were, you know, just uh, being a little more efficient, you know, getting getting more guys involved and things like that. Um, so that was pretty much it in terms of, you know, the whole draft process last year, but um, it wasn't really much to it just because of the the pandemic and you were in, and things like that so
2: i got you yeah it's not, not ideal timing uh for for somebody later in their college career for sure <laughs> uh i buried the lead here a little bit for anybody uh who doesn't know this already or hasn't heard this yet uh blake you are a virginia local uh went to westfield high school I think you guys won a state championship if i've got that correct yes yes sir. that's pretty cool uh did you grow up a wizards fan um (laughs) that's okay no i didn't grow up a wizards fan
1: i'm a big lebron guy so um, i grew up literally idolizing lebron james um you know whatever team he was on i i'll root for that team but um i do remember when the the wizards played the Cavs Mm -hmm. back in his younger days uh, i went to a playoff game at the um, was it the Verizon center at the time? Yep. So, um, that was a really cool experience, uh, to see, you know, LeBron James in a playoff game at the, at the Verizon center against like, um, Gilbert arenas and, and, and those, and those players that played back.
2: then. It's a little bit of a sore subject here for folks. Cause especially on, on this show, my, my co-host, Larry Hughes, uh, you know, went from one team to the other there. So I think we got maybe a few people are still a little salty about that one, but yeah. It's still got to be cool though, to be able to now work out for, you know, your local NBA franchise, however many years later, at least, you know, you grow up seeing that, that team locally as a kid. And what was it like when you got that call? Like, Hey, the wizards want you to to bring you in for a workout. Like, does that have any extra special meaning to it? Or is it just, Hey, an NBA team is cool. And I'll, I'll work out for any NBA team that wants to work me out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, it was, it was definitely a, a, a cool feeling to, you know, get that call from the Wizards because it's like, you know, I'm from here and I've been watching them ever since I was a little kid. So it's like um, going into their facilities and, and seeing like the history and all that stuff like that in the tradition um, was, was really cool to see. And um, just being able to, you know, work out and put the, put the you know, the Wizards, you know, workout gear on um, was, was a cool experience. So, you know, uh, it, it was something that I really looked forward to and uh it just brought me back to you know seeing that while well, i used to go to these game, uh all the wizards games when i was little and it's like now um i'm blessed to get the opportunity to actually work out for them so
2: you get to keep the gear too right uh yeah 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 you get to keep the gear so i mean that's that's kind of cool on the side too just to, to stockpile yeah. some nba gear Yeah. Uh, so you've now worked out for the wizards twice any other teams that you've worked out with uh or or have planned or or you know upcoming in the next couple weeks here or next two weeks here
1: um yes i've worked out with the uh, charlotte hornets i've worked out with the grizzlies i worked out for um the thunder and then i worked out for the wizards um and then probably some upcoming ones um probably cleveland i have detroit and and, and the spurs at some point before the draft so um so overall the, the experience has been really great for me you know I've been I've embraced it all so it's, it's been a blessing for me to you know, have the opportunity to work out in front of a few teams um, in front of a few teams
2: that sounds like a busy next two weeks that's a good amount of teams still uh still to go yes, yes sir are uh, you working out and, and preparing for the draft uh in the Virginia area somewhere
1: yes um I've actually been working out um a little bit all around the DMV area pretty much you know I'm um, working out in DC, and Virginia for the most part. So, going back and forth from there um, this whole time during the during my workout process. So yeah, I've been I've been local.
2: If you could walk us through a little bit like what that workout process is like, I think people would would find that pretty interesting. So does, just to start, your your agent gets a call and says this team wants to bring you in on this day, and then you know, what kind of happens from there?
1: Yeah, so um, my agent will tell me you know you got to work out with a certain team on a certain date and, um, you know, I'll get an itinerary of, um, you know, where I stay, like they put you in a hotel and things like that. So they send me an itinerary where I'll stay. And if I have to travel, you know, Mm -hmm. I have to, you know, go to the airport, you know, fly to that specific location, um, get there the day before. Um, and then, um, the day of the workout, you'll come in, you have to uh, do like measurements and stuff and then um, they'll run some, they'll do like a physical and um, you have to do the COVID test. You
2: have to do the treadmill run where you run until you pass out basically?
1: No, you don't, have, you don't have to do the treadmill run, but um, I'll say my Wizards, uh, the Wizards workout, we had to do a conditioning, um conditioning workout where you run um, uh, 20, 20 sprints in, in, in two minutes. So yeah, um, that's a conditioning part of it. Um, that some team that some teams uh, may use as well. But um you know, other than that, you know, you come in and then you just start the workout pretty much and then um you'll do your interviews after. And then you'll eat lunch and then it's off to the next to the next place. So
2: have you done any individual workouts so far, or is it mostly group stuff?
1: Uh it's been mostly group workouts.
2: So but between the couple teams you worked out for so far, other than the Wizards and the two Wizards workouts, are, are they all pretty much the same, you know, scripted thing? Like did, do a lot of teams do the same kind of drills or any big differences?
1: Um, yeah, I would say for the most part, you know, a lot of the, the, the team that I've worked out for, the workouts have all kind of been similar um, in terms of the drills you do. So um, I wouldn't say anyone was really different.
2: So the Wizards right now, for anybody that's listening to a Wizards podcast and don't know this, do not have a head coach, so the coaching staff probably a little light. Uh, is it mostly just like the player development, uh, player personnel guys putting you through the workout, or, or who with the Wizards kind of put you, you know, put you through the paces?
1: Yeah, I think it's the the player personnel and player development guys that, uh, that put us through the workout. So yeah, it was, it was those guys.
2: You know, some component of that I assume is like three on three or you're actually competing directly uh, against the other guys. Is that like a reasonable portion of a small percentage of the workout? How how does that kind of fit in?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a reasonable portion of the workout. You know, you do one on ones, you do three on three. Yeah, definitely. They, they do a lot of uh, a competition competition stuff as well. And um, that takes a that that takes up a good portion of the workout. So.
2: We've heard at least in past years too the wizards kind of like the idea of asking guys to drop a play or to get you to kind of talk through or, or think through like you know different scenarios did you guys do any of that kind of stuff
1: actually no um we didn't we didn't do any of um that sort of thing where they had to drop up a play or anything like that it was just kind of you know play three on three you know and, and work together through that so
2: they mix the three up? Like, are you stuck with the same two, not stuck with, I don't mean that that way, but like, mm-hmm. you know, is it, is it your three is your three or or do guys get kind of mixed around?
1: Um, no, they do. They do your three as your three versus the other three okay. uh, for the, for the whole workout. So um, they don't, they don't really mix any, anybody up.
2: You got to hope you get two pretty good guys, right? I mean, like it's probably <laughs> a little easier when you mesh well with the style of play of the other guys, I would think.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
2: Uh, and then when you kind of interview and talk to the team after, is that with the the front office staff, or who kind of is asking those questions, I guess?
1: Um, yeah, mostly the front office staff. Um, it may be, you know, the director of, of mm-hmm. player personnel, of college pro personnel, or uh, maybe the GM, maybe the GM of the G League team. So it mm-hmm. kind of varies Thank from from team to team. So
2: Okay. Uh, any highlights of this process so far, like something that you've especially enjoyed, whether it's, you know, hey, it was just kind of fun doing this drill or I like competing with this guy or just uh, seeing the different team facilities and getting the behind the scenes, like any any highlights maybe? Um,
1: I think it's a little bit of everything, you know, just being able to get that experience. of you know, going into these different NBA organizations and just seeing how they operate and, um, you know, just how they do things within their, within their, um, just meeting, you know, all of the different staff and, uh, and, and personnel, just being able to engage, you know, pick their brains and, um, ask questions and, and, and things like that. Um, you know, I think that's something I've benefited the most. From this experience other than you know getting the opportunity to work out in front of them hmm. but um i think you know that's the really cool part of this experience you know i'm just really grateful you know to even have these these opportunities to do that so
2: so you know, only 60 guys go on draft night and uh, i think yeah you know, everybody has to be mentally prepared for if, if that doesn't work out but there's a lot more options these days than i think you know 10 years ago even you've got two-way contracts exhibit 10 deals the G league's been really built up. Uh, is that entering your mind with these things where like, Hey, if, even if this doesn't lead to a draft spot, I still can make an impression with this team and, and try to grab a two way or, you know, start my work, my way up through the G league team. Like, is that all kind of run through your head during that process?
1: Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Cause, um, you know, I think that'll be, I think that'll be my path. Um, trying to trying to get to the NBA, so um just trying to you know seek any opportunity i can to get on that to get on that level one day and um and, and taking full advantage of it is something that you know that i'm okay with you know is that something that i would i would i would love to to do and and to see you know just so just to to get that opportunity you know in any type of way is
2: would be would be good for me in itself so as you mentioned, you are not the tallest guy by NBA standards. So you're probably used to like having to to kind of prove yourself on the court and, and show that, hey, I can do it against whatever level of competition, uh, you know, you're going against, I would assume.
1: Yeah, definitely, you know, because um, I think at my size, you know, being undersized, you're going to have to prove yourself almost, you know, every time you step out on the floor, especially if it's on an NBA scene. So, um, you know... And I think that's something that I'm I'm accustomed to because I think that's something I've been doing my whole life. You know, I'm trying to you know show that I can play basketball at a, at a high level. If I go, through, I mean, when I go through this experience as a pro now, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be you know something I'm not used to because it's something I've always been doing um, ever since I've been uh, playing basketball in like high school in terms of getting recruited and things like that. So.
2: I know it's a job now, you know, this is now your occupation and things like that, but I hope you're managing to still have fun and really like soak in uh, the whole process. We had uh Maryland guard, Anthony Cowan on this time last year too, and, and he was trying to go a similar path. And mm-hmm. I think that was one of the big things that Larry tried to pass along to him at the time too. It was just like, you know, soak this in, learn from it, what you can make those connections and, and just sort of use it to, you know, your advantage longer term.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think having you, you gotta have fun with this process too. Um, you know, one thing that I've kind of, you know, tried to do was, you know, just try not to stay uh, too high, try not to stay too low.
0: Sure.
1: Just stay um even keel with this whole process and you know, and just enjoy every moment, you know, because um this is like a one once in a lifetime experience, this whole process. So um, you know, guys don't get to to do this process over again. So it's like, you know. Just enjoy every moment, take advantage of it, and uh, that's how I'm kind of approaching, or have been approaching, you know, this process so far.
2: So nobody can do this alone. Any anybody helping you through this that you want to shout out or anything? Uh, mom and dad, that kind of stuff. Like who who's the, who are the folks? Uh, agent, you know, siblings, that kind of stuff. Uh, I I, and I think I read your dad uh, works for the NFL Players Association. Has he been able to? kind of give you some input and, and helpful tips along the way here like who who's kind of help walking you through this other than just maybe your agent
1: um yeah definitely i'll say my family you know you know my dad's been helping me a lot you know just giving me a uh, piece of advice here and there some encouragement you know my mom uh my dad you know I have a girlfriend too my girlfriend's been uh giving me support as well so you know just my little circle uh, of of people in my in my corner you know my family um, They've all been been helping me out and getting me support along the way, so that's really been helpful. Along with my agent as well.
2: A smart man, you got to mention uh, mention the girlfriend in there too. You'll get In trouble <laughs> later if you don't. So good call. Where's Blake Francis in five years?
1: Where's Blake Francis in five years? Um, hopefully, um, I'll be you know achieving my goal of one day playing in the playing in the NBA, um, being on the NBA team. So, uh, you know, just achieving my dream and, and working as hard as I can. That's that's where I see myself in five years um, you know, from now. So uh, I'm just going to keep working hard um, and keep pushing until, you know, until that happens. So um, I think that's where I end up in five years for sure.
2: I love it, man. I hope it works out. I think you've made a couple more fans here today, too. Uh, for anybody, again, who hasn't checked Blake out, he's a really fun player to watch, too. I uh, can confirm high character guy checks that box for the wizard. So Blake, thank you so much for the time in. best of luck along the way. And uh, we look forward to, to following, you know, that process over the next couple of years.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for having me on.